You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 77. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm a business consultant and coach who has helped hundreds of women business owners get all the pieces in place to have consistent five-figure months and then on to six-figure years without burning out in the process. Conferences, retreats, workshops, these are so, so important, so vital to your business and personal growth. But we have a problem. You see, here in Australia, finding an event for businesses and entrepreneurs isn't the easiest of things. Trust me, I know. Because for the last 10 years of being in business, I've had to fly around the world securing, looking, connecting with other amazing businesses who have these events that are going on, different masterminds, different conferences. And it's through these that my business has grown exponentially. But without these other amazing conferences around the world, I feel I would be stagnant. And this is why one of the key reasons why I actually created Australia's leading four day, three night women in business retreat was I didn't want other women in business to have to leave their families and dish out all that money to fly around the world when they could utilize the resources here in Australia. And thus my four day, three night women in business retreat was born. And I mean, this is also one of the key reasons that we'll be speaking with guests, uh, my guest today, Stephen, about why he created Australia's event that is all things digital marketing. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the exciting event Stephen has created here in Australia called Digital Marketers Australia Conference. We're going to explore what the benefits of attending this particular business retreat or any retreat really are. We're also going to confirm who Digital Marketers Australia Conference is for and so, so, so much more. But before we hop straight into this amazing episode, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share a picture of you driving in your car, not you driving actually and sharing it, but a picture of like it on the dashboard and share that on Instagram. I'd love you to share some wisdom that you took away from it on an Instagram story. And please make sure to take me at Angela Henderson Consulting so I can share this to my audience. You mean I may have a slight addiction to Instagram and all. This episode is also sponsored by my 12-month group coaching program, which is Profit Pillars, where we help women in business create consistent five-figure months. You see, my 12-month group coaching program for women business owners who are ready to take action and grow a profitable business is going to get some pretty amazing learnings and communities. You're going to get the complete Profit Pillars training system, complete with videos, PDFs, guides, and more. You're going to get monthly live strategy sessions. You're going to get monthly hot seats. You're going to get monthly mastermind classes with guest experts talking about accounting, um, legal stuff, and so much more. You get a 24-hour, seven access to our private Facebook community. You've got world-class member support and special bonuses and secret surprises and so much more along the way. To learn about how you can join my 12-month group coaching program, Profit Pillars, make sure you head to AngelaHenderson.com.au. All right, now let's jump into this amazing episode where we're going to be speaking about Digital Marketers Australia Conference. Welcome to the show, Stephen. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Very good, very good. You're very good. Now you're down in Melbourne. Has it warmed up since when I saw you a few weeks ago? Nice and sunny now, but who knows how long that'll last. <laughs> Literally, like of all the places in Australia, I do feel that Melbourne, it, it can have all four seasons in one day. Like I know people kind of throw that around, but I genuinely, for every time I've been there, I can have everything in, in one day. 
Well, yeah, yesterday was 36 degrees, I think it hit the top of. And then in the evening, I needed a jumper and like long pants. Otherwise, yeah. it was too cold. So, yeah, yeah you're either melting like... or, or freezing, one of the two. Now, listen, you and I, I was trying to think back when how you and I kind of started to know each other. And I think I initially, like I said, saw you speak at another conference last year. And then we were both at James Shremko's Superfast Business speaking this year. Um, and then, yeah, and then you asked me to speak at your upcoming event, which is Digital Marketers um, Australia, which we're obviously going to talk all about today um yeah and it's just the it's weird how the world can just keep bringing people back together which is always awesome yeah it's, it's killer it's a very small industry so it's it's not hard to find you know different people but it's awesome that we get got connected so yeah no so yes and speaking you know I, I encourage people out there that if you're not speaking as part of your business strategy really think about it because some of the most beautiful and fantastic relationships I've met is through speaking opportunities you know over the last few years and it's it's just a wonderful way not only to build your business and your brand but equally just to position yourself as one of those you know thought leaders I know that kind of words a bit cheesy but you know what I mean in, in that realm that you're in yeah for sure absolutely now listen, before we get started, I always like to ask my guests a fun little question uh, so that the listeners can get to know you a little bit better. So my question for you is, is, I know you do do a lot of speaking, Stephen. So I'd like to know what has been your favorite stage that you've ever spoken on and why? Okay, so it's a really strange one. A friend of mine that I met in the US, um, he's a huge influencer in Ukraine out of all places. So I, was <laughs> yep. actually, I went over there about six months ago to this event. He goes, come speak at my conference. Um, it's you know, everyone there is either Ukrainian or Russian or they speak Russian or Ukrainian. There were 7,000 attendees. Um, had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I, you know, obviously committed to speaking, went over there. Um, and I walked in the room and it felt like I was on like a rock star stage. It was crazy. I've got a video on my Instagram if you want to have a look at it. Like I did, I had to take a video of it with the videographer and everything because it's just insane. Because yeah, I remember seeing you posted, I think also on your personal Facebook page and right. you were getting like, I think it was like you're getting escorted up. And I think the translator may have been there with you yeah. to try and like help you out. And it genuinely looked like just nuts, like absolutely epic. Oh, it was crazy. And then, yeah, I had a translator as well. So every single thing I said, I had to get used to saying a sentence and then stopping and then a sentence and then stopping and a sentence. And, stopping. and like, that was the entire thing. And I was up there, you know, you know, usually you'll speak for maybe 30 or 40 minutes. That was an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, wow. So like no cue cards, nothing, just presentation. Had no idea if they were understanding what I was talking about. Um, but it seemed like I got a good response. I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was just really cool. And then afterwards, like, I guess, you know, it's so rare for them to see an Australian speaker over there because it's mm -hmm. so far away. Yep. So it was, yeah, a really amazing experience. That was probably my, like, my most interesting speaking experience, which happened this year. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of great events out there. James Tramco's event was awesome. Um, I had a chance to be on a panel and speak a bit at TNC as well this year. That was for last year, this year, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot <laughs> of fun, you know. Like, so there's, there's, I think each event is like totally different and they've all got different audiences, but yeah. I but think I could, definitely hit up speaking. But I would definitely think that the vibe you would have had in the Ukraine just would have been like exhilarating. Like you just would have been like, that was epic. Oh, it was. I walked off literally feeling like a rock star because then everyone comes up to you and they're like, just want photos. And even more so, like, they couldn't even say, can we get a photo? They just walked up <laughs> next to you and stand there. And then you just have to do it. I'm like, all right. So I'd be standing there and then this line formed for like wanting a photo. And it must feel like, you know, that's what it's like if you're famous overseas or wherever. Like people just want to get photos with you because the fact that you're unique and exotic. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just Dude. felt cool. So like, I, it was a really cool experience. You know, even some of the other sessions there. I think I was the only one with the translator. Um, it was just a great experience. So I'm definitely going to go back, even if I'm not speaking, just purely to enjoy the event, you know, and meet some cool people. But, and also if you ever get a chance, 
head to Kiev in Ukraine, like one of the best cities I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, a ton of fun. Like, again, barely any tourists. And I think that's one of the reasons why it was so good. People think it's like, oh, Eastern Europe, like a bit dirty, cheap, but like it was so much fun. Fun and beautiful. And like you said, you use a keyword there, experiences. I think in entrepreneurship, we're forgetting sometimes to have fun, be playful and have experiences because we're just like, you know, head down, bum up. And, you know, it's really important that in order for you to have that personal growth and that growth for your business, that you are looking for those experiences. And, you know, I, I spoke with you before, you know, you, you, you'd reach out to me talking to you, talking to me about your event, which is Digital Marketers Australia. And, and it was one of those things I was like, I knew it was going to be epic. And I knew that there's going to be experiences there, which we'll get into. Well, we'll hold off on talking too deep about it. But it is really important that you're, you're getting surrounded by those magical experiences because it just, I mean, being an entrepreneur is lonely. It is lonely as hell. Um, and as you get more and more successful and you start to grow more, I also find that being at that top part of it, do you mean can be a different type of lonely, right? You've got, mm-hmm. you're doing things that not everyone understands, you know, the communities are slightly different. So yeah, so we'll talk about experiences in a minute. But before we jump into the amazing uh, conference that you've created here in Australia, can you tell us just a little bit about, you know, where you've come from, what you're working on now, so the listeners can get to know you a little bit more, Stephen? Yeah, absolutely. So my background, I started, you know, pretty much straight out of high school into business, started with a mobile app when I was 18, um, kind of grew that a little bit. And then was trying to figure out how to market it and then got into digital marketing. I learned what Facebook ads were. And from there, I kind of just, everything's been self-taught. Um, you know, I started working with ClickFunnels just when they launched. Uh, I was head of their content marketing for about a year, year and a half. Um, what else have I been doing? So yeah, sales funnels, paid media, that's kind of been how I started. And then after that, I got into uh, probably two, three years ago, building media sites, so big content websites. Uh, publishing a lot of content, learning in SEO inside out. You know, that was our main traffic source. So we have a team of like, you know, 25 people between writers, developers, designers, um, you know, half, probably most of the teams in the Philippines and then a couple overseas as well. Um, but yeah, it's, that's kind of, you know, I learned SEO a whole bunch and I've just been traveling to conferences and I was going away so frequently, probably six or seven times a year just for events because there was just not much here. There wasn't much on offer in Australia. Uh, and that's kind of how Digital Marketers Australia was born out of necessity for me just to want to put a good event together that I didn't have to travel across the world for. So um, that's kind of how that came about. But yeah, my background is you know digital marketing, sales funnels, paid media, customer acquisition, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's kind of how that, it all started. That's a little bit of you and where you're going. And like you said, I would totally, totally agree with you about the lack of amazing conferences here in Australia. Obviously, again, a bit biased. I do run Australia's four-day, three-night women in business retreat. Not digital, you know, but uh, it is like, that's exactly why I started mine also, Stephen, was that I kept having to go to, again, and don't get me wrong, I love going to the Mel Dives to be with James Chemgoes or, you know, Chris Duckers or flying to the US for, you know, social media marketing world and my other mastermind with Caitlin Batch but sometimes you just want to be at home. You just want to be in your own country, being able to quit, you know, take a short flight, not having to worry about the jet lag. Um, but again, so many of us that are, you know, are really looking for those growths in our business and scaling is we're looking at having to go overseas to get that education, that connectedness, that experiences because we haven't. So it is lovely to hear that you have also created an amazing conference. You had your first year last year. Tell me a little bit about what that looked like for you last year. Yeah. And just to touch on that, just before I say that, like I was doing a lot of traveling in terms of like, I'd be going all the way. I went to a, the furthest I think I went was like a Fort Lauderdale. So that's like East Coast USA. I was there for three days and then flew home just for mm-hmm. the event. So I'd be flying like 16 hours to LA from Melbourne. 
another five across the US. So 21 hours. By the time you get all the you know, stops in between, it's like 25 hours door to door. You'd stay there for three days, you know, and then fly all the way back and do another 25 hours. Home. It'd just be insane. So that's, you know, it, it was just took a toll. But um, yeah, a little bit about the event. Um, three day event. Uh, we've basically put together in Melbourne. So we ran the first one uh, this year back in March and that mm-hmm. was a two-day conference. Uh, we had 500 people. We sold out you know, about two months before the conference even took place, our very first event. Before that, we've done monthly meetups in Melbourne for about a year and a half just because I wanted to see you know, if there was a demand for it. And funnily enough, maybe 5% from the monthly meetups, maybe even 10 if pushing it, made it to the paid conference. So it just shows you that, you know, we had great monthly meetups and I thought that was going to be a proof of concept, but barely any people come from those events to a paid conference. So interesting stat just to have there, but it went extremely well, really happy with it. We had some amazing speakers over two days. Um, we had networking, we had topics from Facebook advertising to SEO, to Google, to Instagram, to, you know, building a brand, to, you know, hiring and building an agency. So we covered a whole bunch of different topics. Um, and that was in Melbourne at the Melbourne Exhibition Center. And yeah, next year we plan on doubling and growing and getting bigger and better. And tell me, with all of those things that you just talked about, what are some of the core benefits of businesses attending your event or really any event, if we're honest about it? Like, what, do you, what have you walked away when you attend events? And then how are you duplicating that for your own event? So I think it really depends on what stage of business you're in. So when I was at the beginning of my business kind of journey and, you know, started building the business, the content for me was massive. So learning a lot of the content and getting really up close and familiar with the experts and saying, all right, well, you know, show me the tools that you're using, show me the campaign, show me the breakdowns. And I'm extremely like, I've got a really high bullshit radar. I don't want people talking fluff. I don't want people just making things up. I want to see campaigns. I want to see numbers. I want to see the nitty gritty of everything and how it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you're early on, you really want to be events just purely to see the right content. You know, mm-hmm. you get a feel from all these experts and see. I think as you progress over time, the bigger thing for me now is like networking, really finding the right partners, meeting people who can be, you know, strategic partners. Might not be right now, but it might be in six or 12 months time. Um, you know, whether that means meeting the right person that can do an email out for me, an agency or, you know, a media buyer that can really help propel the brand forward or do that for you. The SEO person that can, you know, jump on your team, whatever it might be. It could just be a joint venture partnership that might want to, you know, promote your product and cross promote something. Maybe someone else has clients that you're looking for that they can add on your service, whatever it is. Um, That networking aspect has just paid off in spades. And, you know, that's the reason why I've been going to events so often is because the networking wallet, it's so powerful just to increase your your audience with people that you know in the industry that if something push comes to shove and you need a hand with something, there's someone there that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's so powerful. I couldn't agree more. And again, I use a kind of a, a saying I say about paying to play, right? Is that not only when you're paying to play, are you paying, you're getting better quality relationships with people because you're surrounding yourself with these amazing people who also want to be in the same environment with amazingness. Um, but then you also become on the radar of other people, right? So it's like, There'll be people who are paying to play to go to Digital Marketers Australia this year um, in 2020, and they're going to be going, yep, like, and they'll get to know you or they'll offer help for you. And then that relationship, and then you might be able to help them later on. Like, it's this kind of, you're building these ecosystems, not only to help others, but also strategically to help yourself. And the more you pay to play, the more you get that exposure, the more your business will grow. 100%. And it's the same with, you know, masterminds and things like that as well. Like most people generally join to meet either the person running the event or to meet a speaker or to learn content, but they'll stick around and they'll come back again because the community, 
Yes. Um, that's, that's, you know, the community is what brings people back and keeps, uh, you know, the, the community alive and keeps the event going or keeps the mastermind going, whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, you know, it, you just have to put on a good event. And my number one goal for this year was to put on a good event where people are keen to come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we did that really successfully. So I, again, you're absolutely right. Pay to play is a huge one. Um, it also weeds out people that really aren't interested in, you know, just tie kicking around. You don't want to be sitting next to someone that has no interest. You want to sit next to someone that's hungry and driven to learn and looking forward to chatting with you. So I couldn't agree more. And with your event in particular, Digital Marketers Australia, for those listeners out there going, and this sounds really great, I need to probably up my game in regards to getting into conferences, et cetera. Who is the Digital Marketers Australia conference for? So we get a real mix of people. Um, it comes from, we get some people who are in the agency space, small business owners. So usually if it's a small business attending, it'll usually be the founder of that small business, whether it's a consultant, uh, an e-commerce brand. Um, it could be someone who's in a service-based business. It'll usually be the founder of that. Or if it's a really bigger business, then it'll usually be like a CMO or the person implementing all the digital strategies. Mm-hmm. So really it's a mix of people, everyone that touches digital, everyone that's involved with um, you know, rolling out digital strategies for their business, depending on the size, that's either yourself as a founder or it's, you know, someone in your team. But also like influencers can come, you've got advertisers in different, oh, you know, different networks. You've also got like in-house marketing teams. Like the, the beauty about running such an amazing event like this is that genuinely it, there's so much going on and so many amazing speakers that everyone can get take away something. Yeah, hundred percent. So, you know, like that's the beauty of it. Like you said, is it just crosses so many different types of digital marketers and marketers in general, you know, whether you're an SEO, whether you're Facebook, whether you're a full on general advertiser, you know, whether you're the person just running the business that you're looking to find out, how do we get more leads in, you know, which platform is right for us? Is it Facebook that we want to double down on? Is it Google? Is it YouTube? Is it Instagram? Is it LinkedIn? You know, we cover both B2B and B2C as well. So there's going to be content on both sides of that. Um, so it's a really good way to find out what type of digital marketing you want to be doing. And then you can find the expert in the track that you want to go into. Yep. And like you just talked to, touched upon there is, you know, for those out there, it's going, you know, some of you, this could be like, you know, one of you like infancy stages, you may never have doubled down and done something like this or, um, or you have, and you're just like, Oh, you've gone to an event and it totally sucks. Right. Like for you though, is you're really, really big about, um, people, feeling and experiencing in a very great event, not only through that, you know, the learning of, you know, lead generation, e-commerce, digital strategies, the Facebook ads, but you're also really big about throwing epic after parties uh, at the nighttime. You're also equally, you know, wanting to make sure that you've got experienced and qualified speakers, you know, like there's so much thought that has gone into this that again, that's why it is, you know, Australia's leading digital marketers conference to go to. So tell me a little bit more too about, who do you have speaking at this 2020 event? Yeah, we've got some amazing speakers lined up. Um, you know, everyone, so our keynote speaker for this year is Naomi Simpson, who some of you guys might be familiar with, who started Red Balloon. Um, you know, she's got the Red Balloon uh, in terms of the gift giving service online that's been around for a while. You know, they're a multi, multi million dollar business. So she's our keynote. Um, then we've got other speakers who some of you guys might be familiar with, Mike Rhodes, who's, you know, a Google advertising genius in his own right. Mm-hmm. Um, Ilana Weschler, who's, you know, again, Facebook, Google person, uh, Alexi Neoclius, who's, you know, a content marketing expert. Um, we get yourself joining us, obviously, um, you're going to be on stage. Uh, friend of mine, Dimitri Nikolakakis, who's a big Facebook e-commerce expert, Kate Toon, who is a uh, SEO queen. 
Um, we've got a whole bunch of people. Like there's another probably 20 people there and then they're not even all the ones we've announced. So I think we've only put up on the website, you know, 15 or 20 people. Um, but there's going to be at least 35 speakers plus. Uh, and we're going to be covering everything from, you know, like I said, SEO, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, cold email, outreaching. Um, and we're even going to have business growth overall strategies too, because I think it's really important that the tactics are amazing. And I, it's a tactical style of conference. It's not something that's going to be up high and fluffy, but it's also important to, I think, lay the foundational strategy too and knowing how do you grow your business? You know, how do you take that business from one level to the next? And you're speaking my language because all of these tactics are great, but I'm all about building the foundational elements you need in order to grow a sustainable and profitable business. So if you're just like throwing random tactics and you're not stringing those together, and that's again why I like is that you're taking a holistic approach to this while still meeting the needs of all of those people who will be there. Yeah, I think that's really important because some events you'll go to are just all strategy and mission statements and, oh, you know, this is how to build a brand and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that's great, but I haven't really walked away with any skills that I can just go roll out. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa, you find places that are like, all right, if you want to double your open rate, just put the word, put an emoji in your headline before you send an email. And I'm like, well, that's great. But at the end of the day, that's just a little tweak hack. Like that's not enough. So I think you want to have a mix of, you know, some hacks are great. But overall, if you can show a campaign that's really killed it and, you know, why did that work? What was the, what was the reasoning for it? What was the actual psychology behind that? And then find out, you know, which platform is helping right now, which is the platform that's working. That's, I think, the, the real value. It's kind of the stuff in the middle, which isn't just a quick hack that's just going to work for a little while, but it's not super fluffy that's just saying, hey, you should really just get on Facebook. Well, like, all right, great. You know, Facebook's a great opportunity right now, but like we need more than that. I want to see actual campaigns that brands are using the numbers, you know, what is their average order value? What's the average cart value? How did they scale their CPA? Like that's all the kind of stuff that's really interesting. And, you know, most people are afraid of showing that, whereas we've pulled back the curtain on these campaigns. And that's why I'm strict with speakers so they can actually show you what's working. And what I equally love about all of this, just either in the holistic approach, is that when you approach me, you said something that really kind of struck with me. And I'm not going to say it exactly how you said it, but you're like, it's really important that we have inclusiveness with female speakers and it's not just males. And it's something along those lines. I know it's not exactly the same mm-hmm. that you said. And that to me was profound for me, Stephen, because not a lot of males, now again, I'm not here to beg up males, okay? But not everyone takes that into consideration. Now, I also would like to say I'm a firm believer you need to write the right person for the right job. So that happens to be all males, that's okay. Happens to be all females, that's okay. But when it comes to conferences, there are definitely some conferences collectively around the world that you will literally show up and it is 95%, you know, white male speaking, right? And there's a little cohort of like a couple of females and that's it. But when you said that to me, I was like, man, Stephen, my respect for you, I always have respected you, but it quadrupled, right? If not like (laughs) infinite, right? Because I just thought you're really trying to take into consideration meeting the needs for everyone, but still putting on just such an epic, epic event. So I just wanted to acknowledge you for that and thank you for that because uh, it's, it's, uh, I feel like you're, you know, you are a leader in that field to showcase to other people that, you know, women also have just as much good quality and uh, topics to speak about than just those white men. So I just want to say I appreciate that. Yeah, look, and it, I, it's something that we struggle with. Yeah, I'm going to say like it's not something that you know is easy. And I can understand other events struggle with that too. Um, but like even this year when we ran our first event, we didn't get as many female speakers as we as we would have liked. And you know some attendees even mentioned that to us and said, you know, why aren't there more female speakers? And I was like, look, honestly, we tried to reach out to a lot, um, and it's difficult to find some of them and have them willing to speak. And we just it, 
we just had a lot more males come up to us and say they wanted to speak, honestly. So it's just, it's a hard space to be in, but I think this year we've done a really good job, you know, like we, we've found some really talented people. So we, we're going to keep trying. No, no, you've done, but the fact that you even said that in our initial conversation had told me like how important it was for you to do that. Right. And that's what I just said, like my hat went off to you and listen, I agree. I also want to say that women who are listening and if you want to be speakers, you know, I'm going to be a bit blunt here, get off your ass and apply. Don't expect people to come to approach you. I, you know, I've worked hard to, you know, get on James Shremko's stages. You know, I'm speaking with Traffic and Conversion to speak at their stages, you know, in March next year. Like there's a variety of things, but I've got, I've had to work, I've had to work hard to build those relationships. I have put the yards in, I have followed up. So if you're wanting to speak on stages like Steven's stage, you know, start building relationships, start reaching out again. It's just as much your responsibility, if not more than the person who's running the event. Because last year, I know we're going off on a tangent, but there was this group of people who were complaining about this other event in the United States, women in this women's group I was in. And I said to them, I called them out on it. I said, how many of you that are complaining right now applied to this event? Do you know how many applied? Zero, Stephen. So I was like, I said, actually, you're, you're the cause of this problem right now then because you are actually in a group you're defaming that particular business in the United States that was, do you know what I mean, putting on this event, but yet none of you actually applied. Now, if all of you had applied and no one got it, you could probably argue, well, that's a little bit dodgy. Maybe, maybe not if you're not qualified. And that's the second thing. Just because you apply doesn't mean you get the spot. If you're not qualified and you don't have the skill set to show up on someone's stage, don't start, do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's so many variables that go into it. So Again, I know a little mini rant there, but women step up, apply, build those relationships. And, but again, equally, Stephen, my hat goes off to you because I, I can't emphasize enough how much um, I really appreciate that you have taken into all those things to consider. So thank you for that. Yeah, no, uh, look, we want to, and like I said, we want to keep growing that side as well. So, you know, if you are a female speaker and, you know, like I said, you're in digital marketing, you've got a great track record, you've got something to share, you've, you know, you've got something that would be a great fit for the audience. Just apply. Like we, we've got that on the website. If you're interested in applying, we've got a link on there in the FAQ page. Um, and, and put it out there. You know, like I said, we're going to try and put as many great speakers, whether they're female or male. Exactly speaker. right. I think it's just going to be great speakers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're always going to look for as much diversity as we can now speakers. But, yeah, that's kind of what we want. We just want to put on a great event that everyone can really learn from. Um, and at the end of the day, we're all there to learn. We're all there to network. We're all there to meet people, uh, myself included. You know, I learn a lot from the right people on stage just as much as anyone else. Um, and I just think, you know, it's, there's so many, without naming names, there's a lot of terrible events out there. Um, not just in Australia, but overseas too. <laughs> totally. And it's just one of those things like, you know, it's, uh, it's not an event where you're going to get pitched after every speaker. That's just not the type of event and conference I'm running. Yep. The type of conference we're running here is like, the, the ticket price is going to start from anywhere, you know, $497. So actually, if you're listening, I'm going to take this opportunity to... Yes, do, to because we know, I want to make sure that people know where can the listeners secure their ticket to the conference? Yeah, so it's $497 for a ticket or two for $897. So if you come with a friend, you'll save $97 off your second ticket. Um, but yeah, that's as from when this goes live, I believe you'll have 48 hours till that price actually goes up by $200. So... If you're listening and you're interested, definitely take action. Um, you know, that's the lowest price it's at the entire conference. Um, so definitely take advantage of that super early bird pricing. Um, and then it'll go up to the early bird, which will, you know, be $200 more. So take advantage of that. Um, you can just head to digitalmarketsaustralia.com 
But what I was going to say is like, you know, it's not a type of conference where you're going to be getting pitched after every session. You know, we've got the ticket price at that level because we want to be able to bring good speakers over that, you know, you're not going to feel slimy and dirty walking away from. It's not like a $50 event where you buy the ticket and then every single speaker is going to be asking you to buy their program at the end of each session. That's just not how we work. So you can be confident that the content's going to be, you know, they're going to be giving everything away. It's not just something held back and then, you know, say, Hey, buy my course. If you want to learn more. Um, But it's also not just just the course. I think like, and that's why you've chosen from what I understand to make it a three day event versus a one day event is so that people actually have time for the information that they're learning to, you know, sit and marinate. But equally again, like, some of the best things that have come from conferences is what happens at the networking events post the actual day. Like the, you, t- you take what you've learned at the day and then you start to kind of brainstorm with these amazing people with a mojito or a cocktail in hand. And like, there's so much like aha moments that happen. Um, and you know, again, so the fact that you've taken on board also that, you know, really three days, you need that. That's how I also fill up my four day, three night women in business retreat is one day you kind of get it two days. No, three days. Yeah. You're prime. And then four days you're like, you sit there one more relaxed. And so three day event is a beautiful way, but it's also the networking that happens, you know, post those, that nighttime stuff. And I can't wait because it's going to be an epic, epic party with you, Stephen. Yeah. So the first night we've got like a networking drinks, which is going to be at the hotel. So it's at the Pullman hotel in Albert park here in Melbourne. And on the second night, we're actually going to be booking out a nightclub where we're going to have a DJ and you can come out for a dance and a drink. And, you know, so we want to kind of create that environment. I think we're going to have a big party that second night. Um, So we'll start a little bit later on that Friday morning on the last day. So everyone can have a little bit of a sleep in, but it's going to be a good event. Um, Yeah. Like I said, it's just the fact that you'll be able to meet so many people in your space. Um, Highly recommend it. We've got people coming from, you know, I'd say 50 to 60% come from interstate as well. It's not just from Melbourne. Um, so if you're from interstate, we've got a booking link with the room block. It's, you know, severely discounted on the, the room. So you can book that in and stay at the event hotel. Um, I think the rooms are like $150, $160 to $200 a night. So they're pretty reasonably priced. It's nothing, super, nothing crazy. Um, and we're working hard. We just want to make it a, you know, a good event for everyone, really accessible. Uh, it's one time during the whole year as well. We don't run this every other month. We don't run this, you know, twice, three times a year. It's just a one-time thing. So Take advantage of it. You know, it's we're going to be putting a lot of effort into making it a really great experience for you, I promise. And again, your website again, can you just let everyone know where they can go and get those early bird tickets in the next 48 hours? Yeah, so it's digitalmarketersaustralia.com um, or you just put it into Google. I'm sure it'll come up. Yep. Um, and, and we'll also yeah. have everything in the show notes too. So we'll make sure there. But yeah, no, make sure. And also I know for a fact, we've got, there'll be myself, obviously I'll be there speaking. And then there's some of my own one-to-one clients. Like I just said to you, there's about 10 of them that are booking. So there's going to be so many cool awesome. people there. It's going to be awesome. So now one final question though, before we wrap up, Stephen, is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started in business? Ooh, that's a really good question. I like that one. Um, what do I wish I know? What did I wish I knew then? Um, look, I honestly think that there's, there's two things actually. And I think that these two things are pretty important. Number one is like, it sounds corny, but your network is your net worth. And 100%. I think that's kind of how I got drawn into this events business because it's not a, Honestly, if you're running events, you know this already. It's not something that you're going to be a multi-multi-millionaire from. Like, there are no. a lot of work and they're tired. But ultimately, the people that you meet going to events or running events, it, it's just the ROI on that is incomprehensible. And I think Gary Vaynerchuk said this you know, a year or two ago. He said, like, what's the ROI on your mom? You know, like, there is no ROI on your mom. Like, it just, the, obviously, the benefits of, of being, you know, having a good household and your mom, you love her so much. It's like, it, 
it's like you know that there's value there. You know that you have that amazing feeling connection responsible for so much goodness, but it's not a direct ROI all the time. And I think it's the same with your network. Like the amount of people in my network now that I've been able to lean against and, you know, speak to and meet has just been phenomenal. Whether I need, like I said, them now, I'm not looking to go out and say, hey, I want to sell you this right now on the first interaction, but it might be, you know, six months down the road and I say, oh crap, like my Facebook account got closed. All right, now who do I know that runs an agency that has a Facebook rep? You know, yeah. and that I've built a relationship with, and maybe I can help them out, or you know, I've helped them out in the past, or introduce them to someone else, and they've done a deal. It's just there's always something somewhere, you know, in your network that can help you, and I really like that. It's kind of building like your personal support group, you know, and always offering value first before asking for value. So that's the first thing. It's really just investing in your network. Um, I've never turned around and said, "Oh, damn, that wasn't a good investment." Like I wish I didn't go there. I wish I didn't meet that person. I've never ever said that. Yep. So I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing is leverage as well. Knowing how to leverage business opportunities and also knowing how to leverage your skills into other bigger opportunities. So what I mean by that is like when I started out, obviously learning you know, funnels and marketing and things like that, I was able to leverage that into now building media sites. And for me, you know, if I didn't have that prior experience, I couldn't get to that next level, which is like a bigger business. Mm-hmm. You know, now next year into 2020, we're moving into e-commerce a lot more. And again, I've leveraged kind of the relationships in the event space and the relationships I've built going to masterminds and meeting all these different marketers. And I feel like now, you know what, like we're ready to build a brand and we've got the right people in the network to be able to support that and grow very quickly. So leveraging what you've already learned and what you've already got in your wheelhouse to take your business to the next level is super important. Um, So I'd say those two things, you know, if I learned that early on, I'd be able to move way quicker than what I have. Um, And yeah, no regrets though. Like I'm super happy with where I am. But if that was, if I was talking to, you know, 18 year old Stephen, that's what I'd be telling him. No, fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing that. And before we sign off, my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at angelahenderson.com.au. And as I mentioned earlier, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it, especially over on your Instagram stories and tag me with hashtag Angela Henderson Consulting, or really you can just share it wherever because that would be awesome. And also I would love for you to subscribe and or leave a review because this really helps me to make a bigger impact on other business owners. That is all for now. Have a fabulous day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. And don't forget, run, not walk to get one of the tickets to next year's Digital Marketers Australia Conference. Thanks so much, Stephen. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au